0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Ghosts of the Night, a hauntings and paranormal podcast. I'm your host, Phil Sams. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to check out this episode. Today, uh, we have a fascinating topic that will definitely spark some interest because this is something that everybody kind of hears this word or hears this subject matter and kind of go and gets that little cringe and goes, this isn't for me. And that is the topic of the occult And I want to really dive into the occult subject matter in future episodes, but this is kind of just the first run of this subject matter, and I want to kind of relate it to regular religion. I want to make the comparisons to the occult, what is the general thought of as the occult, and typical modern day religion. I think it's a fascinating topic, and some people are going to get pissed off, and there's going to be some religious people that are going to basically call me a evil, evil man, but that's okay. I hope they get the message and before they send me those dirty emails. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get the podcast started. Ghost in the Night with Phil Sams. Okay, so today I'm going to talk about the occult and what it means to us as a society and also the paranormal because people, when you say the word occult, people kind of get this strange look on their face, they get real skittish because we have been taught through our upbringings essentially to fear it, to think that's not right, that's something evil and that's not necessarily always the case. We, as a people, tend to actually fear the things we don't understand. Instead of taking the time to actually learn about it, you don't have to practice it, but just learn about it. and You might realize that there's more to it than just what you've been told or what has been pushed on you. That is what I want to talk about today, because whenever you talk about the occult, people automatically go to Satanism and evil and all that crap. I shouldn't say crap, but all that type of stuff. So that is what I'm going to talk about. And let's start out by basically defining the term occult. If you Google it on the internet, you'll get the Oxford version. And the noun is a supernatural, mystical, or magical belief, practices, or phenomenon. So anything that is supernatural, any work you do that is mystical or magical or the practices thereof, Or any kind of phenomenon that is supernatural is by definition the occult. So if you are a paranormal investigator, you are basically an occultist. Let's be honest, because you are dealing with the supernatural. You are dealing with phenomenon that we cannot explain or that is mystical. So basically, people have taken the term occult and really just twisted it and made it to be evil and everything that is wrong with our society or people that are occultists. You know, wear black and are under witchcraft. That's not always the case. If I want to be completely and totally honest, let's think about religion on a whole. There is a lot of supernatural and mystical beliefs in every religion. You know, Jesus walking on water, turning water into wine, the Immaculate Conception, parting of the Red Sea. And You know, I'm not a theologian, so I'm not even going to pretend to know Everything, but to me, that seems like that is supernatural, that is mystical, or even magical. So, by definition, if you are an active religious person going to church on Sundays or whenever you go to your house of worship, you are an occultist. I want you to say, mention that on Sunday school the next time you go and watch people lose their shit. But it's fact. By definition, that is what the occult is. It's just not people in cloaks and around a cauldron, summoning, you know, something evil or doing rituals or trying to cast spells. No, it's you're dealing with it. Whenever you deal with the supernatural, whenever you practice something that has mystical, a mystical background, then you are by definition an occultist. So everybody that is a religious fanatics need to get down off your freaking high horse and get a grip. So don't look down on, Upon somebody just because they might not believe the same as you do, and, or look at them as evil just because they are the opposite or on the opposite end of the spectrum than you. Everybody's got their own niche in this world, everybody has their own belief system, but that belief system is what ties us all together. Don't think of the occult as something negative. Now, yes, there are evil people that practice probably some sort some sort of magical or mystical rituals with the intent to do harm or to hurt others that is true but then again there are probably people that you know practice some sort of magic that their intent isn't to hurt people there's good and bad in every aspect or every society or every side of the spectrum I've met some of the worst people in the world that I've probably met that you could be classified as evil or no good or whatever, they went to church frequently. Just going to church and adopting that sort of thinking or that sort of mindset does not immediately make you good. Now, there are probably some Satanists out there that are very giving and they donate to charity. They are a functional part of society. There's good and bad in everything. Now, does that mean... Just because we're on a different level or you're on a different level spiritually or what your belief system is, does that make them evil? No. No, yes, I'm sure there are some, you know, dark magic Satanists that are trying to take over the world. But it is what it is. Do not judge a book by its cover. Get to know people and try to understand their belief system. You can't immediately think, Oh, that person is evil just because they are practicing some kind of mystical or magical religion, you know, a voodoo or whatever, you got to get to know the person on a personal level before you make that assumption. And like I said earlier, there is a lot of crossover between religion and other what we might consider occult practices. But if you look at the religious ceremony that takes place in, in a church on a Sunday, it's all a ceremony it's all done in the supernatural and just their supernatural doesn't make another version of the supernatural better but that is what we've been taught that is what most has been browbeaten into believing we are good they are bad but in actuality there's just as many you know there's good and bad in both sections i mean how many times have you seen the crying minister of a religious organization, you know, get caught up or get do something that they weren't supposed to be doing, and they beg for forgiveness by tearing up and saying, oh, I'm so sorry, I repent. Or do we need to talk about the Catholic Church or the pedophil- pedophilia problem? I mean, come on. So there's good and bad in everything. Just because somebody believes something different than you or maybe wants to practice a more magical-type life does not make them evil. It just doesn't. Let's be completely and totally transparent and open-minded because there's a lot of shit in the religious sector that doesn't make sense to me. The only way to actually understand something is to learn about it. And just because you learn about it or take the initiative and try to educate yourself does not make you a practicing occultist or a Satanist or whatever. Education is how we judge in how we learn about a certain topic. And the more that we learn about it, the more we understand it, the better we understand it, the better off we are to actually put our own belief systems into practice. I mean, if you are a devout Christian, you want to be a, become a stronger devout Christian? Look at the other side of the fence. Have a conversation with a Satanist or somebody in the Church of Satan or whatever, because that is both in, in Christianity, that is both ends of the spectrum. You're one end of the spectrum. Get to know and study the other end of the spectrum. Just not what your end is telling you about that side. Look through their eyes and understand what they truly believe before you cast judgment on them. But that is not what the religious sector in this world does. Where do we go from here? This So now let's talk a little bit about you know, some of the factions like witchcraft or whatever. And I personally was ignorant to witchcraft. When I started this podcast, you know, I knew what it was, I had the broad sense and the broad, you know, demographic of what it was, but I didn't understand it completely. I did an episode, um, with Melissa coming from the home ride about witchcraft, you know, so go back and check that out at ghost of the night podcast.com. The, you can replay it there or you, Catch the show notes. I didn't understand, have a true thought about it. But let's kind of define witchcraft. Basically, witchcraft is basically just a practice of magic or magical skills. You know, and this is another thing that in modern times we have closely related. When you say witch or witches, you immediately go to the dark arts or satanic worship or whatever. And that's not the case. Yes, there are. The satanic, from what my understanding of it, is there are some rituals that, you know, do practice in magic and trying to conjure up things where that is similar, but there's another end to it that basically witchcraft is just practicing magic, which probably back in the olden times had a lot more relevance than it does today. It's just this modern idea that we have of it, but it can vary. Witchcraft varies greatly across the board. But getting back to my episode with Melissa, one thing that she said to me in that episode that really stuck out, you know, witches are known for casting spells and trying to conjure up things, or conjure up reactions, or manipulate manipulate the their environment through witchcraft or spell casting, and she made the correlation between prayer and witchcraft. Basically, when you say a prayer, when you Lay your kids down at night and you, you know, put their hands together or at dinner table before you eat, you know, you say a prayer, you know, you are basically casting a spell. You are asking a higher power to do something for you to better, whether it be your life or help others or whatever. Essentially, that is a spell. You see the similarities between the praying and trying to conjure up or cast a spell. It's the same thing, just once considered. Good by one set, and then they say the others, you know, evil witch, and then, you know we hang, we burn people at to stake for it. It's the same thing. It's just what higher power are you praying to or trying to communicate with? That is where things get sticky. Now, like I said, I'm not an overly overly religious person. I do believe in a higher power. You know, I'm not saying that Christianity is 100 percent accurate, and I'm not saying that Wicca or Anything else is 100% accurate. If you look at all religions and all forms of higher beings or creators or whatever, there are similarities in all of it. If you don't see the similarities, you're blind. It's just somebody's interpretation of it. That is the main difference. That's why I don't really separate witchcraft or some of these other t- religions, for lack of a better word, into different categories. They're all versions of the same thing. Because, like I said, I believe in a higher power. Now, if you want to say that's God or I personally don't think of a gray-haired man standing on a mountaintop as God, God has no gender. If I had to, if you, you know, put a gun to my head and made me choose, energy doesn't have actual gender. But when people say, you know, the religious or Christians say, you know, we were created in God's image, we're energy, whatever God is, is energy so yes we were created in god's likeness so that is the similarity now i've often i've said in past podcasts there's good energy there's bad energy the heaven the hell or whatever your particular religion calls for you know there's good and bad everything you can't have light without dark it's a spectrum there's both ends of the spectrum and where you fall is where you fall so in that form of religion, yes, I do am a spiritual type person, but I'm not completely buying you know, what I was brought up with as gospel. Just before, for the mere fact, a lot of it doesn't make sense to me. I think there's a doesn't take much to poke holes in a lot of what has been pushed out there. And I have opened, I don't want to say opened myself up, but I've tried to learn about other forms and other factions and other religions. You know, to kind of come form my own opinion, you know, there's probably some people that are listening right now say, oh, well, he's destined for hell. Maybe. I don't know. I have no clue. And I, and if I'm being honest and you're being honest to you yourself, you have no clue either. We're just winging it as we go. So is a practicing witch going to hell? Just for the mere fact, they're practicing witchcraft, you know, magic. You know, maybe that might be the case if they're practicing black magic to harm other people. But, you know, we'll talk about, you know, the white witch a little bit here in a a second. You know, they're doing good. They're doing positive. Are they still going to hell because they don't conform to the Judeo-Christian form of religion? I don't know. That is the beautiful thing. Just like the paranormal, we don't know what the fuck's going on, and I don't know what's going on. And I don't know the answer to the question about who's going to heaven or hell. I know their religions has most conflict in this world that has happened throughout history has been because of somebody's religious beliefs or the difference between people's religious beliefs. Where has it gotten us thus far? Nowhere. We got a little bit off topic there. Let me rein her back in, get back on the road, talk about witchcraft a little bit, it is the practice of magic or magical skills. The different types of witchcraft, witchcraft it varies across the globe. But basically, let's talk about spellcasting, because that is what most people relate to witches. And if you want to add to the conversation, be sure to send me an email at podcast at gmail.com or reach out on Twitter at night underscore ghost if you want to add to the conversation. But spellcasting probably is the most common characteristic characteristic of witchcraft is a set of words you know or making a potion or some sort of ritual or basically a combination of all of that for a general purpose to affect the environment or to affect other people or affect yourself just like i just talked about prayer spellcasting is kind of like prayer there is a similarity between the two same thing just different verbiage you know, it can be positive, it can be negative. It could be a love potion, or it could be a love spell, or a hex, like a voodoo doll type thing. There's good and bad, both ends of the spectrum. Now, some people would call the good version of that a white witch, which generally is, you know, they use their skills or their beliefs or their practice for good or positive. In the past, they have been thought of as healers or shaman, essentially, you know, for lack of a better word. You know, there's some some similarities between the two. Not conventional way of thinking, trying to heal through more of a natural state. That type of witch isn't looking to hurt people, isn't looking to cause harm. They're using their magical potential powers in good form or in positive ways. From the conversation I had with Melissa five, six months ago, whatever, witchcraft is a lot about karma. Karma plays a big role and if you start pushing the boundaries of that in a negative way negative can come back to you just like we talked about having a, a spell for a money spell you do a spell for to actually you know get money or what have, whatever yes it works you get money but that just didn't appear out of the uh, thin air that money came from somewhere somebody else didn't get that money or it was taken away from somebody else to be given to the person who cast that spell so there is a big karma cloud that floats over witchcraft. Now, in some cases, I guess in you know more of an evil type witch or a black witch or whatever it's called, they weigh the outcomes. They'll deal with, they want the instant gratification and they'll deal with the karma that's, or the bad karma that's coming their way. In the future, that's a problem for tomorrow. And I think that is pretty accurate. If I had to think about it, and put it down to words, that is probably, makes makes the most sense to me when it comes to witchcraft. You know, you reap what you sow, and just like selling your soul to the devil. Yeah, you're getting something right now, and you're getting what you want right now, but there's going to be a cost at some point down the road. Now, is it worth it? That's only for that person to decide. Okay, that's, I think I'm going to end my talk about witchcraft right there. Maybe I'll dive into more of a black magic type subject in future podcasts, but I don't want to run too long on this particular episode of the podcast, so I'm just going to kind of cut off right there, and I think everybody gets the idea of, of what my interpretation and what my thoughts of magic is. Maybe in this future episode, I'll kind of go into more details of what it is, how it works, and things such as that, but I think I'm going to end it there. Okay, so let's just kind of, just let me kind of summarize this episode here at the end. Now, the occult is completely misunderstood. I, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, anything dealing with the supernatural or any person studying the supernatural or mystical or magical type subject matter, they can be considered an occultist. Religion is an occult. If you practice religion, you are practicing occult activities. And that is something that I don't think a lot of people realize. They they think of the occult as a dirty word. So we need to kind of flip the switch. Yes, there is good and bad in everything. There's evil Christians and there are amazing Christians, just like there are evil witches and there are good witches. So just because somebody doesn't believe the way you believe or think the way you think doesn't mean they're evil. There's two sides to every story, and... Both sides think they're freaking right. Nobody does something that says, Oh, this is complete bullshit, but I'm just going to keep doing it. It's because they believe in that 100%. At least they have convictions in their beliefs and their thoughts. And we should think about that before we cast judgment on them. They are coming from the aspect that they think they are right. And the other side, who completely disagrees with them, thinks they are right as well. So we need to keep that in mind when we're dealing with. Topics or subject matter that people don't view things the same way. They don't share the same beliefs. And just because their belief system or what they practice or what they believe in is different than yours doesn't make them evil. Yes, there could be some evil aspects to it, but doesn't make everybody that does it evil. So you need to kind of separate it and judge it on a case by case basis. You know, that's the way I approach it because I've been, in my younger years, guilty of, the, of this very thing. You know, we cast judgment or we form an opinion and we just stick to it. To where now, as I've gotten older, I truly believe that my mind can be changed. I don't know at all. If you come to me and we have two vastly different ideas of the same topic, and you present a good argument and bring me something that I'm not completely or I haven't thought of, I can, my mind can be changed in any direction, even if it's a complete 180 from what I believed before. If you make a good argument and back it up with what sh- some kind of information that makes sense to me, hey, you might persuade me. I think we just need to keep an open mind, and we can't throw everybody that either is interested, interested in or looking into the paranormal or the supernatural, we can't stuff them all in a box and just say, "Oh, they're evil people." No, that is not the case, and I we really need to take that into account. And I hope my listeners do that, be a little bit more open-minded and be not so judgmental. So that is going to wrap up this episode. Like I said, we're going to kind of cover more occult type topics. Maybe we even do a. I'm thinking about doing an Aleister Crowley. Um, episode which would be interesting, but there his life is full of interesting shit. So it will take some while to research it all and put it together and try to condense it into a episode. But we'll probably get into black magic. We'll probably get into some other occult type topics in future episodes. I, you know, we're still working on it. Be on the lookout for that in the future. Follow me on Twitter at night ghost, and you will get updates on when I start doing that. I've, t- I've been talking about doing maybe some live special podcast episodes, which I might start doing that as well here soon. Follow us on Instagram at ghost underscore night underscore, underscore podcast, Facebook at ghostinthenight. Be sure to head on over to ghostinthenightpodcast.com. That's where all the show notes are. We have links to the Ghost Stop, which we are an affiliate of. Um, if you need some new paranormal equipment, or where it can be a spirit box, IR lights, Infrared IR cameras, full-spectrum cameras, whatever they have it, check them out. We have links on most pages down there, especially the homepage and some of the show note pages. Be sure to just click that link, and that will take you to their website, and you can do your paranormal shopping there. Always, we do have uh, podcast tees available. You can find those at the website as well. Pick up a paranormal podcast t-shirt. Show some support that way. I would greatly appreciate it. For everybody that listens to this episode, be sure to reach out, send me an email, let me know what you think. You can reach me at gitm podcast at g- gmail Um, I'm actually thinking about taking a break here. I'll probably do an episode next Friday or next Friday Saturday, release one then, and then take a week or two break because I want to get some things caught up and with the website and the Twitter or the YouTube account. So I might take a few maybe two weeks off i might still pop in a bonus episode every now and then if i get a get a chance and get some free time so be on the lookout for that but follow us on twitter and you will get those updates i will let everybody that follows me on twitter know exactly what the game plan is and what i'm up to i think that's about it so until next week take care everybody